0: The visionary behind the project is Dr. Devi Shetty, who says a solution that isn't affordable isn't a solution. So his plight in life is to actually take complex surgeries and through efficiencies and through process and through having the right vision, being able to reduce the cost but still give the highest level of outcomes. (music) Hello, my name is Shamari Scott. I'm the Business Development Director for Health City, Cayman Islands. Here, I've been in the Cayman Islands for the longest time, Caymanian. Started my career in tourism, worked my way up from the Department of Tourism as being the first intern ever that they had. Got my marketing degree at Stetson University, which is right in between Daytona and Orlando in Florida. Came back five promotions later, Director of Tourism. During a very challenging time, financial tsunami, when I took over 2008. So we did a lot of great things, had a great team. And then I was trying to figure out where my next move would be. Dr. Shetty and his team came and spoke to me, told me about the vision. I believed in the vision. And I said, you know what, where else would you get this type of opportunity? So I came over to, to Hell City. Yeah, So we're at the Health City Cayman Islands in the
1: Cayman Islands and just a blessing to be here. We've been on a tour of the facility and I have to say this is a world-class facility. I, I was not expecting to see, actually I didn't know what to see. And the reason that we're doing this podcast today is as, as you know, as we've talked about before, I believe it my mission to identify and promote companies that are positively affecting healthcare. And coming here, seeing the doctors, interviewing everybody that you that has had the time to talk with, I have to say I'm just very impressed. And so I want you to talk a little bit about how you guys have set up your facility to get the best possible outcome possible. And then we'll talk about cost.
0: And the really important thing is in regards to the fact that it isn't just one thing. We call it the sum of all parts so the fact that we are not only one entity that's sitting here in the cayman islands it's part of a greater vision so the visionary behind the project is dr Devi shetty who says a solution that isn't affordable isn't a solution so his plight in life is to actually take complex surgeries and through efficiencies and through process and through having the right vision being able to reduce the cost, but still give the highest level of outcomes. So it's with that basis that we do everything we do here at at Health City. So it's one facility here at Health City, but we really have the backing of 40 facilities, both physical, large hospitals, as well as smaller clinics. That's a part of our parent brand, which is NH in India. So we actually get the benefit of purchasing power. So it's the scale of purchasing where very early days, Dr. Shetty went to the manufacturers, went to the pharmaceutical companies and said, listen, this is how many of a specific type of procedure I'm going to do over a year, which is going to be more or less mass. I don't want to deal with a middleman. I want to deal with you directly. I want the lowest cost because I'm going to pass these cost savings on to the end consumer, and therefore we'll be able to get more procedures. So we're a part of that network that we get a lot of those materials, even the equipment and the such that are all the same equipment that you would use in the U.S., but based on our purchasing power, we're able to get it at a reasonable price as well.
1: It sounds like philosophically it's not so much because, you know, every hospital system will say they have and can leverage their purchasing power, which they will. right? But the difference is, is that you're going to give it back to your patient's by virtue of a lower cost. And that is something you just don't hear of in any hospital system. You talked about 40 hospitals in India. Is that correct? correct. Can you talk a little bit about the facility here? How many beds you have, how long it's been established and let's talk about some of the outcomes. I know on the on the tour, you were very proud of many of the outcomes, including infection rates and that type of thing. So can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Before I actually talk about the outcomes, I, I just wanted to, to come to one portion, some of all parts. So low infection rates. Yeah, I'm referring to the presentation that I have in front of me right now where we say it just makes sense. It's is some of all parts. So we have low infection rates, which I was mentioning before. It was John Goodman, who is the, one of the healthcare contributors for Forbes, that actually said, aha, if there is a magic bullet, I've figured it out. And he said, yes, I know it's many things, but the one thing that really hit home for him was the fact that we had such low infection rates because he was saying that, you know, in the U.S., we have such a pervasive insurance penetration that if you have an infection rate, guess what? We get rewarded for it. We get rewarded for complications. And then he just went through the list of Things that shouldn't be positives that based on the insurance regime, you actually benefit and get additional revenues for. And he was saying that based on the fact that in India, they don't necessarily have deep penetration from your traditional type of insurance. A lot of it is out of pocket. What happens is whatever you show up with, whether it's $10,000 or $5,000, that's it. So you have to make sure you give yourself as a hospital the best opportunity to make that person better within that amount of money or you'll run out of business um, very quickly in a for-profit type of model.
1: Well, So what I'm hearing you say is that you essentially have a direct relationship with the patient. You're saying if they say all I have is $10,000, you've given them an avenue for a solution. Let's just say it's surgery. Well, let's just say something complicated happens while they're in surgery. What, what happens then?
0: The hospital covers it, and that's why even within our model here, that's a fully transparent bundled model where if you're coming for a knee replacement and we tell you that it's $15,000, that's it. If there's a complication in surgery because of something we did or even just related to that, we cover it. It's within the bundle. Mm -hmm. So we actually believe in the expertise of our physicians and in the actual hospital setup that we own all complications. So whatever we tell you the price is when you're coming in, that's the price. You'll get one bill, single line, here is the price. If it's a um, cardiac bypass and we tell you that the cost is actually 28,000, that's it. You'll never see another bill from us, which is one of the unique factors. So you would have seen in the front where we had like one or two persons in billing, And the reason why we can have one or two persons in billing is because we don't play the CPT game. You don't need to have a sea of people who are coders knowing that insurance are going to knock a few CPTs off. How many CPTs do I need to put on? Let's train our doctors on how to actually code CPTs. Whatever we tell you the cost is, one line, that's it. So we don't need a sea of people in order to do that. So that's one of the ways we're able to reduce costs. You would have seen in the facility as well, we have small doctor's offices because at the end of the day, anything that doesn't provide value to the patient, we strip out of the system. And in stripping out all of the items that don't provide value, we actually get more efficient, but in more times than not, it actually helps to to reduce the cost.
1: Sure. What I would love to talk about is is in terms of the patient base that you see, talk to me about how many patients this hospital sees annually. And then if you could also talk a little bit about where they come from.
0: So one of the things that we're really proud of is that we opened our doors in April of 2014. And when we really took off was in 2016 when we saw patients from over 60, six zero different countries coming to avail themselves of our services here. To date, we've seen close to 100,000 patients that have come through our doors. And in any given year, right now, we continue to grow and grow and grow, we'll see about 20,000 patients. As it stands right now, about 65% of our patients are from the Caribbean, as well as the surrounding areas in Central America. We'll have about 15% of our patients from the U.S. and about 5% five percent or so of our patients um, from Canada and then the rest are from various other areas that are coming to to avail themselves of our of our services here. And one of the unique things that we have here in the Cayman Islands, we like to say close to home, far from expected, which was a tagline for tourism many years ago, and it holds true. We're one hour away from Miami, all right, close to home, mm-hmm. far from expected. Most Americans find it hard to believe that you can get as good, if not better health care outside the borders. So far from expected, when you come here, you're blown away. We've had physicians come through and audit our system and they're blown away in regards to what they're actually seeing here in regards to our medical outcomes. All of our patients actually are blown away with the bedside manner, with the fact that we have an international team that helps them through the journey about every single part of what Health City has here that makes it special.
1: What I'm thinking about in the U.S., we call it medical tourism, as uh, you having a tourism background is probably why you're a perfect fit for the job. But normally those are going to be for events that are fairly acute, right? You have a knee problem or a shoulder problem. You can come in, have a surgery, stay a couple of days or however long till you're stable, and then be discharged. Obviously, that's going to be a sea of opportunity within the musculoskeletal space, but can you walk through the scope of services that you offer to
0: your patients that are in that space of healthcare tourism? And we call it destination healthcare, right? Just like destination weddings, right? (laughs) Tourism would be destination weddings. We call it destination healthcare, and even though I'm actually – was in tourism, my background really was marketing. So first you need to research, you need to understand, you know, who your customer is, who the competition is, what gaps you're actually filling. And to understand that high quality, affordable healthcare is the gap we are filling. I knew that this product that we were offering here really fills that gap and is something that we could definitely definitely work with to make this a world-renowned type of facility both from an outcomes perspective which isn't my job but the great professionals we have here they do a great job but also from a brand perspective for people to understand what we're actually offering here so the lead-in that we see right now as the low-hanging fruit are the self-insured companies in the US, just because they tend to be more innovative in their thinking, as well as they tend to see the pain points a lot quicker than other entities that are going through a tradi- traditional insurance. And, you know, at times they may need to make a decision. Do I reduce my workforce or do, do I reduce a line item, an overhead area that I can actually impact? and due to the fact that the cost of healthcare seem to be spiraling right. within the u.s that's one area that at times when you have innovative people are like how can we reduce this mm-hmm. and just understanding i remember i think it was a forbes article as well that blew me away at the time that was saying that americans have 80 percent of americans have less than two thousand dollars worth of savings which i found remarkable and then when i thought about it i was like aha because the majority of their spending probably is within debt credit cards and that sort of thing. So you're, you can still buy things, but if it came down to it and you had a major event, you wouldn't have more than $2,000. So where we've found the interesting, I guess, sweet spot are manufacturing companies, for instance, that are self-insured that have had employees, loyal employees for many, many years. These employees now need knees and hips and shoulders. And if it's a high deductible plan, They wouldn't necessarily be able to find that money easily. A lot of them as well, we have to help them get a passport because a lot of them haven't traveled outside the state. However, based on the pressure of the expense, they're willing to give it a try. And they'll give medical tourism, as you call it, or destination healthcare, as I call it, a try. And leave the borders and they have such a great experience outside of the medical outcomes, they go back, they tell the rest of the employee base it spreads like wildfire. And then you have a drove of people when they have the need that want to actually come to a destination like ours. Usually what we found is that those type of employers find a small incentive that is a we'll share the savings with you up to two thousand dollars like. 10% 10% of the savings that we would make, up to $2,000 we'll share with you. And then you have somebody that's willing to give it a try. And once they come and they see it and they realize that it's just as good, if not better than some of the health care they may be able to get from their local hospital there as well, wherever they're from, we definitely see that pattern leading to more and more self-insured employees coming to, to try medical tourism.
1: And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come here today is like, when we talk about destination healthcare or medical tourism, whatever we choose to call it, it's not a foreign concept, but it's one of those, like we have a large healthcare system in the US, it's substantial. And to convince somebody to get on a plane and come to the Cayman Islands, it's not that it's a bad thing because it is a great value, it's convincing folks that you're going to get better care than in the U.S.? Are you finding that a challenge and it's going to take a few wins to get that? Or how best do you relay that to convince folks that you're going to get a better outcome and a better overall experience by coming to the Caymans?
0: And that will always be um, the challenge that we need to overcome, that communication point.
1: All right. So could you talk about the surgical and physician staff within Health City?
0: Definitely. So we believe that we have a unique model that isn't found anywhere else in the world. We talk about the evolution of medical tourism, whereby... Previously, it was usually people leaving lesser developed countries based on the fact that they didn't trust the medical services, they couldn't gain access, or they didn't have the technology going to a place like the U.S. in order to access it. You'd also have, in more modern times, places like Canada that has socialized medicine, but elective surgeries like a knee replacement may take you two years from the time you're feeling the pain in order to actually get the operation. And if you have the disposable income, You'll jump the queue, leave the line, go get it done elsewhere, sometimes in a lesser developed country, but still has high quality healthcare at a reasonable price, and then go back afterwards. And then you'd have places like the U.S. that has good insurance penetration for the most part. However such things as dental implants aren't usually covered within insurance. And then you get sticker shock when you actually need to pay out of pocket and then you're like, hey, let me figure out how I can get this done at a price that I don't have to sell my house. Um, Those type of persons traditionally would have found a place like Costa Rica. That's how they became one of the benchmarks of medical tourism, starting with dentistry as well. In the Caribbean, we have 40 million people spread out over 31 different islands. So what happens is You'll have smaller populations. You'll have an island with 100,000, 150,000, 200,000. Like the Cayman Islands, 60,000. And it wouldn't necessarily make sense to have super specialists within those islands because they won't have the volume, as well as it wouldn't be cost effective for the type of equipment they would need based on the volume of patients they would see. So, you know, you call it practicing medicine. The more you do, the better you get really ivf was the only medical tourism type of procedure or area that actually did well in the caribbean what we're doing here is that we had fully functioning facilities in india and for instance our main facility in india what we did is that and you can't see it right now but in one hand We picked up the facility with all of the physicians, with the CEO, with the main admin persons, all of the processes, the nurses they had worked with for 10 years, the anesthesiologists they had worked with for 10 years, moved them across the sea and dropped them down here in the beautiful Cayman Islands, just one hour away from Miami. And... That's the first time we've seen it done and we've been looking and we don't think it's been done anywhere else. And of course, now you'll have a Dr. Benoit, for instance, who would have done three open heart surgeries six days a week over a decade. So he would have done more open hearts than any person his age on this side of the world. You'd have cardiothoracic surgeons who would have retired doing the amount of open hearts that he now currently has under his belt. So he's seen and done everything as well. And just as an example, when it comes to something that, you know, right now I say simple, but it's a regular cabbage, you know, bypass that persons would do. The majority of times people use the veins from the legs, but because it's smaller and not as durable as the actual veins from the inside of the chest wall, you need to have that done in 10 or 15 years, it'll wear out. Dr. Benoit, 90% of his bypasses are actually done with the the veins from the inside of the chest wall. So a regular surgery that other persons would do that only 30 to 35% of the time would they be able to use the inside of the chest wall due to skill level and such, 85 to 90% of the time he's using that. So you're getting a better quality of Outcome based on a typical surgery. Same thing when it comes to, for instance, putting in stents. The majority will go through the groin to put in a stent, but it takes longer, complications are, are higher, and the gold standard is actually going through the wrist. Dr. Ravi, who is our cardiologist here, also does 90% through the wrist, when on average it's between 50 and 60% through the wrist in the U.S., from what I've heard. So just even the regular procedures we're able to do at that highest type of level of quality. And like a Dr. Benoit, a Dr. Ravi, even a Dr. Alwyn from an orthopedics perspective, what they'll say is, our procedures, our surgeries, are only 10 to 15%. The rest of the outcome is based on the ICU, the nursing staff, the anesthesiologists that you have, and they understand the importance of that team and the setup. And they're like, that's why we get the quality of outcomes we get. So it isn't as if you're coming here to see physicians that haven't seen a lot of patients, that haven't practiced a lot, that if there is a specific type of procedure, it would be the first time or second time or third time they have done it. Our guys are very experienced and are doing it at the highest level. There was a medical director from the Eastern Caribbean who had a specialty type of heart issue with her valve and she needed it to be fixed, of course. And she actually studied in the States. She had a good friend that was the CEO of one of the major hospitals up in the Northeast. And she went to him and she it was between that facility and our facility here. And he took her in a room and he said, listen, I've studied the guy that you're thinking about doing it with in the Cayman Islands. He's like, if you come here, we'll roll out the red carpet. All right? But understand one thing. Our guy has done this procedure 20 times the guy that you're going to see has done it 222 times you want the guy who's done it 222 times with the types of outcomes that he has had so she was convinced in the US by her friend who was a CEO of a major hospital network based on the experience of our surgeon to come to the Cayman Islands and get it done and she's doing great at this point in time that brings another question to me is like how do
1: folks that may want to consider coming here. And what I'm seeing is that many employers are now considering incentivizing, I just call it smart shopper options, right? And say, okay, well, many plans now have a, anywhere from a $4,000 to a $7,500 out of pocket. That means as a patient, that's what I have to come out of my pocket to pay for my share of the expense. And so uh, when you talk about heart bypass or knee surgery or knee replacement in the U S it's, insane how much it costs, right? And so uh, just looking and knowing what what you would pay here, many employers are just saying, hey look, you come to the Cayman Islands and have your knee replacement, we'll pay for it at 100%. We'll even send a family member to come along with you uh, because you're gonna recover faster. But even with that, with two flights, with the hotel, with the food, with the boarding, it's gonna be less than what we would have paid if you went down the street to our hospital system. But how do you make sure that when somebody's coming here that they need surgery? Does that make sense? It's like, how do
0: you, So walk through that process. Definitely. And that's why we have a great patient care international team. So at the very front end, they're the ones that get all the medical records. We have a HIPAA-compliant patient portal that we upload and download records through that portal. So we're fully compliant. Their physician in the US, if it's a GP or otherwise, we also have conversation between our physician and their physician. And for the most part, we make sure, just technology is so good now with medical records, that the actual surgery is needed prior to traveling and coming down. Now, we have had cases where persons have actually come down and whatever we saw on the scans wasn't as, as it was. Well, it didn't need surgery. And we don't cut if we don't need to. And we've explained it to them. We've seen the patient and we've sent them back and they've done physiotherapy and they've gotten better. We've had cases from spine cases such as that, and they've gotten better. And the employer is happy that they didn't have to pay the additional amount for the surgery. And the patient's happy that they did the proper physiotherapy and now they're better. Right. So. One interesting point we had previously was even looking at sometimes looking at the scans and such that we're like you don't need surgery and we've done it telephonically or by video call, the patient then still feels the doctor didn't see me and will go to their physician down the road that will do the surgery, even though it wasn't needed. So we have found at times, um, it actually makes more sense to spend the six hundred dollars um Right, to come to see us so that the doctor can see them, physically touch them, even though they already knew from the scans they didn't need it, and then tell them they didn't need it and these are the reasons why. And then the patient goes back, does a physiotherapy, and actually doesn't go under the knife.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree totally. I mean, many times it's the assurance of having somebody that you can look in the eyes and understand based on I mean, what we're talking about is somebody doing 220 sur- surgeries versus somebody doing 20. That doctor's going to see things differently. And so using that as a second surgical opinion, I would pay a $1,000 easily to come down here, one, to enjoy the great food and the community that is the Cayman Islands, but also to get the great insight from world-class physicians and world-class surgeons.
0: And the great part is, is that we also have an executive health checkup that's between $699 US to $899 US, which would cost you upwards of 3000 4000 5000 in the US as well. So you can get the C-suite types of executive health checkups right here at Health City, where we've had people who just fly in for the executive health checkups. And because we're so thorough as well, and we're able to do it within one day, and then they can go on the beach. And we have a lot of traction in, in that area as well but just want to mention that there are three things why people understand the value of what we are bringing and it has to do with the quality we're joint commission international accredited so that's like you know the FDA stamp of approval saying that we're we're good which is jco is the domestic version in the US and joint commission international is an international same same company we actually got it within 1 year which was a record but that was based on the fact that we had other facilities in india that already jci accredited we knew exactly what we needed to do we were purpose built for it and when we said we we're ready after a year they're like listen if you fail this it's going to be hard for you to recover you just opened it usually takes two to three years we're like no we're ready and they were blown away and then we got reaccredited just last year and I remember the auditor saying, I've been doing this for 15 years. And he's like, I just want to let you know that this isn't a good report. So everybody held their breath. <gasps> he's like, this is an absolutely fabulous report. <laughs> he's like, it's remarkable. He's like, "The you only have three partial non-compliance, which is unheard of. And he's like, the only place you have to go from here is perfection. He's like, you guys have set the bar so high. He's like, now I want to be the guy to come back in three years to be able to see if you're going to be able to do it.
1: There's other quality components that I know, just looking at your presentation, that I would be very proud of. So can you talk about the qualitative, like how you measure quality and how it's compared to others? Especially when you get to net promoter score, that's something that we don't really measure in the US, but when you you can benchmark what you do relative to other companies and other industries, I would be very proud of that if I were you. And then talk about how you guys make money from a cost perspective what you can use to benchmark that against using U S standards. And then I guess to finish it off the overall, the patient experience, what, what your, what your three or four lasting impressions you would like to leave with the people that listen to this.
0: Definitely, definitely. So so what we're proud of is that sh- definitely that we have less than 1% from an infection rate perspective. We exceed U.S. benchmarks with 37 clinical indicators, and we actually have a quality report that at the end of every month we compile it, and we can share it with you as well. So based on our previous relationship with the US, Ascension actually showed us what the typical clinical indicators are that determine quality within a US setup. Okay. And then we actually compared it to it just knowing that Ascension is the largest non-profit mm-hmm. medical institution. So
1: be like readmission rates.
0: Correct. Readmission rates. Readmission rates, infection rates, mortality, correct, correct. And from a cost perspective, we're at least half to 80% less than what you would get in the U.S. after you finish adding up all the bills, right? So what's interesting, sometimes people are comparing our entire bundle to just their physician costs. And they're like, oh, it's the same price. And we're like, well, no, this includes everything. Our bundle price includes all medicines, includes a physiotherapy for two weeks when you're here, hospital stay, physician charges, anesthesia costs, implant costs, it's everything included within that one price. And just based on the fact that due to efficiencies, due to what we're able to do here and give you one price, it's hard because the US system is a little bit opaque when it comes to pricing and you can have two hospitals that potentially have the same outcomes and a knee replacement at one hospital can be 60,000 and it can be 90,000 at another and 40,000 at another. However, When we actually compare ourselves to Medicare rates, we're comparable, knowing that that's like the lowest reimbursement rate. And it's also our bundle versus their hospital and their physician charges. And then, of course, they add on um, plus, 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 which we don't hear. As an example, there was a child that needed to have a cardiac procedure from Guatemala, and parents were wealthy enough, didn't have insurance that would be accepted in the U.S., but also had some disposable income. And to hold a bed was 500000 The family didn't have 500000 but they had $50,000. With the Air Ambulance, which we don't own an Air Ambulance company, they are able to pay for the Air Ambulance as well as everything that they did here within $50,000. And the child is alive and doing well um, back in Guatemala now. So that's just to give you one small example of of what we're actually able to do here at at Health City. The patient experience, we have an entire international team that that's their sole purpose. They're the advocate for the patient and to make sure it's as seamless as possible. We know that when patients come to us, that they're going to get the best service possible from the physicians, where we really pay a lot of attention to the family members. The persons who are here when they're in surgery, we take care of them. We make sure they're comfortable. And we've heard through numerous testimonials, patients saying, the fact that I knew my family member was so well taken care of, I was at ease going into the surgery, not having to worry about them while I was going into the surgery. And vice versa, we've heard the attendants and the family members saying, you know what? I knew we were getting the best service ever. And... I was at ease and they become best friends with our international team where they're sending them gifts and, you know, they call them from time to time just to check up on how our international team is doing as well.
1: Well, and I guess to wrap it up, one of the things that I thought was very cool is your net promoter score. Now you guys are in the same category as companies like Amazon, Apple, when it comes to a net promoter score, most people, when you think of healthcare, you don't necessarily want to think about surgery at all right? But knowing that you're going to be taking, being taken care of and knowing that the outcome, you're at an 87, 87 is that correct? For net promoter score, that's phenomenal. And in the U.S., the, the typical health insurance company is between 10 and 20 as a net promoter score. So that's a phenomenal benchmark for performance and what you should expect by coming to Cayman Island. So before we wrap up, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the tour of your facility. My wife and I, were on our we call it our third honeymoon. It's our second anniversary. And she's like looking at me like, you want to do what? You want to go to a hospital on our honeymoon? I was like, well, yeah, no, I really want to see these guys. I want to promote them on my on my podcast. But is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience? And also, no, they need to know how to get a hold of you. So factor that in.
0: And and what's interesting is I'll definitely show you that testimonial. It was the Renegers and they were from a self-insured company. Hickory Springs is what it used to be called previously HSM now. And on their 40th wedding anniversary, the wife was here for a hip replacement and the husband was here for two nieces so they spent <laughs> so I, I i'm just i'm just <laughs> planting the bug <laughs> that that in that in 20 years or 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 what okay yes yes you could definitely make your way over here and and have some surgery and and they, they celebrated it right here in the hospital in the beautiful cayman islands um so so the renegers have won up to you, so you know you, you you gotta work on that yeah. next time. Next time you come around, so how do people, find you? people can always find us online. So we're healthcity.ky or healthcitycaymanislands.com. If persons wanna call, most people don't call. They, there's an info line button that you just click on. You can put your information in. You can ask any question you want. You can get, you know, a plethora of information on our website. That's the most easy way of connecting with us. And we're always here. And if you Google "Health City Cayman Islands, of course, we pop up with all of our articles, USA Today, PBS, Harvard Business Review. You know, we've had many different entities write about this unique setup that we have here. And the reason why we definitely believe that we're unique is that we offer high quality value Great support for the family members that all help us to be a center of excellence just one hour away from Miami in a beautiful destination such as the Cayman Islands that people want to come to anyway. But now you can actually come for the highest level quality of services. And that's the way we actually sell it to the self-insured providers in the U.S. It's one thing if your employer came to you and said, oh, I want to save money. So I'm going to send you here you know, for you to get your knee replacement is another thing. When they're able to say, "Look at these quality of outcomes. Look at this net promoter score. Understand this model is like nothing you've seen," and also. Listen to people who look and sound like you talking about how great it is, and people then are more willing to give it a try. And once you get one person from a company, they are like raving lunatics talking about how great How City is. They're the best brand ambassadors you could have. And then surely that's the tipping point, and more patients come to us when it's their time to actually avail of our services.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you again. And I look forward to hearing more about the expansions when they do happen and know that they'll be of the highest quality. Thank you for listening to this episode of Solving Healthcare. If you like this episode, please rate it and also provide your comments. If you would like to know how this service or others could fit within your organization, or if you'd like to sign up for future podcasts and news updates, please go to www.solvinghealthcare.net and click on contact.
0: Thank you.